My Sports is sponsored by the Dooley Funeral Homes of Antwerp and Payne, a life story funeral home. You can learn how pre-planning makes sense by calling 419-258-5684 or 419-263-0000. The Dooley Funeral Home. And here we go. It's another edition of My Sports Live every Saturday from the My1027 WMYW studios. You know the drill by now. My name is Pete Seymour, your host for season two, episode number three of the year. We've had a great first two episodes covering all the sports from football to volleyball to golf. And I'm excited to dig a little deeper into the volleyball season today. Which brings me to our guest. That is the head coach of the Paulding Panthers volleyball team in Sydney Collins. So we'll have Coach Collins on in a little bit. We'll also talk some golf because, wow, we had one score in the GMC. And I'm just going to come out and say it. Wayne Trace's Kyle Sutton broke the school record. He shot a 29. Yes, you heard me right. I know it's early on a Saturday, but he shot a 29 at Eagle Rock in defiance on Monday in a tri-match victory over Tenora and Antwerp. Kyle Sutton, that is unbelievable. I think someone on tour just a few weeks ago shot a 29. Are you kidding me? So we'll break down all of the golf that happened this past week in Paulding County. As I mentioned, we'll talk volleyball, and then we'll talk the whole slate of football games from an evening ago. So I thank you for joining me for another edition of My Sports here every Saturday morning from the My1027 studios. Whoever you are and whoever you're listening, my name's Pete Seymour. Thanking you for not just joining me this week, but every week for another edition of My Sports. We get it all started right after this. Williamson Crop Insurance, home of Decision Max. Decision Max allows you a simple solution to analyze your operation and make informed marketing and crop insurance decisions to mitigate your risks. Manage your whole operation in one place with the ability to blend counties, marketing, and insurance coverage to give a complete overview of your operation. Williamson Crop Insurance, protecting the Eastern Corn Belt since 1980. Learn more at cropcoverage.com. Back with more my sports, and it's time to talk some Paulding County golf. Low scores on the course this week. We are going to touch on them all. But before we do that, I have to mention we also need to talk some cross country, another great fall sport in Paulding County, a ton of talented athletes. So we'll get to some cross country invitationals that happened in the past week as well. But for now, it is time for some golf. Wayne Trace's Kyle Sutton, as I mentioned, set a new school record with a 29. That was back on Monday as a team. Wayne Trace edging out to Norris, shooting a 165. Sutton led the way with a 29. Ross Worm a 42. Davis a 46. Gerber a 48. Varner a 49. And Wanamaker a 53. For Tenora, Morlock with a 40. Stein a 41. Rittenhouse a 43. Hancock a 43. Dale Barber a 48. And Ryder Backhouse a 49. For Antwerp, a team total of 194. Braden Morando a 37. Draven Bomber a 47. Zane McMichael a 52. Griffin Kosh 58. Carson Donat a 58. And Dylan Hahn, a 61. More golf on Monday. We turn to the girls. It was Edgerton, a team score of 210, edging out Wayne Trace and Antwerp. 
Ryan Jay led the way for the Raiders with a 52. Brianna Parker, 53. Ella Crosby, 55. Regan McGarvey, 56. And Keegan Holman, a 63. For Antwerp, Madison Schmidt, a 60. Kara Pierce, a 65. Marilyn Carnahan, a 70. Layla Clem, a 73. And Sarah Farr, a 77. Leading the way was Lola Giesegui, a 45 for Edgerton. More golf takes us to Tuesday. Turning our attention back to the boys, it was Wasion in Paulding. Nico Stahl led the way for the Panthers with a 43. Nick Hatcher, a 48. Austin Kinder, a 49. Aiden Miller, a 51. Max Stork, a 53. And Xander Schwab, a 62. For Wasion, Mikhail Schneider, the low score of the day with a 41, along with Carter Sturkey, also a 41. More golf as we turn our attention to the girls on Tuesday. Archbold, a 214. Topping Antwerp with a team score of 288. Kara Peace led the way with a 69 for the Archers. Madison Schmidt, a 71. Marilyn Carnahan, a 71. And Sarah Farr, a 77. Callie Casey, a 46 to lead all golfers. More girls golf as we turn our attention to Pleasant Valley Golf Course in Payne. On Thursday, Wayne Trace, a team score of 201. Led by Ella Crosby, shooting a 44. Logan Bland, right behind her, a 45. Brianna Parker, a 55. Regan McGarvey, 57. Aubrey Dubla, 65. And Ryan Jay, a 66. Edgerton with a 212 team score overall. Lola Giesegi and Jaden Deesh with a 47. Giesegi a 51. Laney Wright a 54. And Grace Herman a 60. That'll wrap up the weekend golf in the GMC. A ton of talent shining on the golf course this fall. But time for a break. Then we'll be back to talk some volleyball. And then we'll talk to the head coach of the Paulding Panthers and Sidney Collins. All that and more as my sports rolls on right after this. Live here on my 102.7. Sports teams and programs throughout Paulding County develop great traits and skills for the future workforce of our county. In addition, the travel to ball fields, gyms, and parks throughout the county enhance the economy of all these areas. The Paulding County Economic Development Office supports all county sports-related leagues and events and the positive impact it has on the Paulding County economy. It's time to chat some volleyball as we roll along with another edition of My Sports. Before we have our guest on today, the head coach of the Paulding Panthers in Sydney Collins, let's take a look back at the scoreboard in the GMC from this past week. And it'll start actually last Sunday. It was Lincoln View over Antwerp 25-13, 25-11, and 25-12. Then we move along to Monday. Paulding in action along with Wayne Trace. Liberty Center defeating Wayne Trace 25-14, 18 25-11, 25-25, 25-6, and 15-10 in a five-set nail-biter. For the Paulding Panthers, it was Paulding over Bryan, 25-23, 26-24, 23-25, 21-25, and 16-14. Wow, that's another close one. Paulding statistical leaders look like this. Macy Kowser, 26 digs, 7 assists, 2 kills, and an ace. Addison Peace, 5 aces, 13 digs, 14 assists, and a kill. Grace Goyings, 13 digs, 15 assists, and 3 kills. Lucy Breyer, 6 kills and a block. Marley Parrott, 11 kills, 4 blocks, 5 aces. And Brianna Bermajo, 17 kills and 6 digs. We'll be sure to chat about that one with the head coach of the Paulding Panthers, Sidney Collins, coming up here in a little bit. More volleyball takes us to Thursday. Some more GMC teams in action. It was Paulding over Delphus Jefferson in straight sets. 25-10, 25-20, and 25-6. The Juniversity also winning two sets to one, losing the first one 20-25, and then winning the last two 25-14, 25-22. Statistical leaders look like this for the Panthers. Nine kills go to Brianna Bermajo. Marley Parrott, seven kills and three aces. Macy Kowser, 12 digs, two kills, an ace, and two assists. Addison Peace, three aces, two digs, four assists. Grace Goying, seven aces, two kills, six digs, and 12 assists. Lucy Breyer, two kills, and a block. Panthers improved to three and five on the year after that victory. 
Some other scores on the GMC scoreboard. From Thursday, Hicksville over Continental, three sets to one. Bluffton over Ayersville, three sets to none. Crestview over Antwerp, three sets to none. Edgerton over Bryan, three sets to one. And then Liberty Center over Tenora, three to one. With that, it's time to welcome in the fourth-year head coach at Paulding High School in Sydney Collins. Coach Collins, thank you so much for taking the time today. Yeah, thanks for having me. So, Coach, you had some pieces that you lost last year, but a lot of returning varsity experience. What have you seen so far early in the season from your girls? So we lost a couple of girls, but we had a lot of returners. So majorly like the same team, they have a very good bond on the court and off the court. They work really well together. They might not all be best friends, but they do really have a strong teammate bond. Um, and that has been something that I think we've been missing um, completely in the last couple of seasons, just having that really tight-knit group of girls on the court. And it definitely... Um, makes a difference when they're playing. So I think that that's something that I saw early in the summer and has been continued throughout the season, the beginning of the season so far. Coach, I know you had some girls battle back from injuries this off season. How's the team shaping up on the health side of things? Uh, yeah, for the most part, we have had almost at least one person, freshman through varsity, that has been out for most of no each kidding. game. But for varsity, we've had everybody for the last couple of games. So that has been good. <laughs> One of the things that stuck out to me so far this year is the energy that this team has. It also seems like there's a ton of big personalities. How does that help your squad? They are a very fun group, and they do have big energy, and they get very excited. And I think that this group really loves volleyball. They have a passion for learning and growing and becoming better players. It's not just something that they do to pass time. So I think that because they're such driven players that they have that big energy and really put a lot of effort in. And so you can really tell on the court that they want to be there and they want to be improving and they're very coachable and positive. And it's been a really great start to the season so far, just with their energy and their mindsets. It's been a a great way to start the season. Another strength of this team seems to be the promising newcomers. You lost a lot, like we talked about, but you also bring a ton of varsity experience back this year. We have Addie P. She's a new, she played a little bit last year um, on and off, but she is our second setter. She's a sophomore this year. She has done a really great job. She is an all-around great player. She's a great hitter, great passer in, in club. She does some of those different things that we really were struggling with setters. We didn't have a lot. Um, so we kind of needed her in that position and not really something that she completely wanted to do, but she has done a great job. She's really stepped up. She has great hustle. Um, she's very coachable. She's just a really strong player to have out on the court, and she's very versatile. She can play a lot of different places. She's a great passer. She's a great server. She can pretty much do anything on the court. So she's been a great addition to our team. Lucy Breyer is another sophomore. She didn't play much last year um, as a freshman, but this year she is one of our big middles. That's another area we were lacking, setters and middles. She is, I think, the tallest girl on our team, um, which is still not very tall, um, but She has done a great job. She's improved so much from last season. She is able to read the ball a lot better. She gets there for our defensive block, which is something we also struggled with in past seasons. So she's done a great job there, and she's really improved on her consistency with hitting. So 
she's done a great job and I'm really proud of how she has moved into that position. It's a very difficult position. So it's a setter. So for two sophomores to be in those positions, they've done a great job. Brianna Burmajo is another big one. She played a little bit. So a lot of these girls did get into games last year, subbed in a little bit, but didn't really get a ton of playing time. And these are girls that are in every lineup this season. But Brianna Bermajo is a junior this year. She is a great hitter, but she has really improved from last season with her power. So she is one of our strongest hitters. She most nights leads with kills. She's an outside hitter, so she's done a great job there. She has been more consistent. She's very strong. She adjusts very well to different sets. And she's also a great passer, great server, really great all-around player. So she's been a great addition too. I think those are three of the main new ones that have stepped in and played a big role on our team this year. Now, earlier this week, you pick up a three-set victory over Delphus Jefferson. In these matches that you guys are winning, what are some of the key constants you see when your team's been able to pick up victories this year? Yeah, that was a great game for the girls. I think it was a good win for us to kind of build back up the self-esteem. They had a, a little rough patch there in the start, but they are a great team. And they have we have a lot of really talented players. We struggle a little bit offensively, but they, I think, especially from last season, individually and as a team, we have improved our defense so much. We worked a lot on it this summer, so... I think defensively our block is a lot stronger, so we're getting a lot more touches, maybe not full-on blocks, but a lot more than we were last year. We're at least slowing down the ball. Um, And then even in our back row, our defensive specialists, our libero, are very good at reading the ball, moving their feet. Um, So I think our passing is a lot stronger, so we're able to set up those hits, and our serving is 10 times better than it was last year. They are much more consistent, much more aggressive, and I think that has definitely helped. I know that against Delphus Jefferson, our serves really carried those games. We got a lot of points off of serves, and we had a lot of servers that were serving multiple at a time and getting on runs there, and that really helped. But again, I think their energy and their bond on the court really helped this team so much, and I think that not only do they have great skills with volleyball, but they're just great players and they're great students and they just really care about volleyball they're really very coachable and they want to learn and get better they put a lot of effort in at practice I think just that has really helped push them and make them better players out on the court well coach you can definitely see that energy run through your Panthers every single set but thank you so much for the time today I truly appreciate it best of luck the rest of the way Thank you so much. This has been fourth-year head coach of the Paulding Panthers in Sydney Collins. We'll be right back with more My Sports right after this here on My 102.7. The Antwerp Athletic Boosters are proud to support all of our Antwerp Archer athletes. Join us for a sporting event and cheer on the Archers. Big thank you to our guest today, the head coach of the Paulding Panther volleyball team, Sydney Collins. Coach Collins, thank you so much for taking the time. And like I mentioned, we can see the energy on the court every single set from your Panthers. Well, it's time to take a look at the high school football scoreboard from one evening ago. Some really close games. The Wayne Trace Raiders in an absolute nail-biter will break that one down. But let's take a look at what the GMC had to offer on Friday evening. It was Antwerp all over Hilltop, 45-6, Bluffton, 42, Ayersville, Goose Egg, Montpelier, 34, Edgerton, 28, Bryan, 67, a 67 spot on Fairview, 67-46. to 46. My gosh, that could be two football games. 
Eden the Bombers 47 to 12 over Hicksville. Archbold 48 to 7 winners over Tenora in Crestview, edging out the Wayne Trace Raiders by 1 point, 21 to 20, in an absolute nail biter. So the standings after last night's slate of games looks like this: the Archers sit atop the GMC. No league game being played yet, but league play is slowly creeping up on us. Antwerp 3 and 0 on the year. Paulding 1 and 1, only in playing two games. Edgerton 1 and 2 on the year. Hicksville 1 and 2. Tenora 1 and 2. Wayne Trace 1 and 2. And Fairview 0 and 3. But I also have to give some compliment to whoever scheduled some of these non-conference games for the GMC because man. They are playing some talented teams around the area. Well, let's talk about the Raiders a little bit more and the nail-biter of a game from one night ago. Coming into this game, the Crestview Knights had defeated Wayne Trace for the last eight consecutive seasons, including last season. Again, that's not counting 2020, the COVID season. So the Raiders really looking to get the monkey off their back and defeat one of their rivals. And they came oh so close, 21-20 the final. But the Raiders did strike first. It was 7-0 Wayne Trace until Crestview quickly answered with seven of their own. So 7-7. Then they really start to trade punches. Wayne Trace goes up with another nice drive, 14-7. But what's Crestview do? They answer right back. 14-14 ball game until Wayne Trace puts another six on the board. But that six being the difference. That seventh point not tacked on your final 21-20 Crestview just edging out Wayne Trace. Really an unbelievable back and forth slugfest and I watched some of it on MySports.Live. Both fan bases showed up. What an environment and a great broadcast from Brady Stabler and Peyton Beckman. Go ahead, check out that rerun on demand on the MySports.Live website. Man, that's an instant classic. So let's dive into it a little bit more. One more time, it was Wayne Trace, it was Crestview, and it was a bitter rivalry decided on Friday evening. Let's take a look at some of the stats. So after the loss, Wayne Trace falls to 1-2 and two on the year. Crestview 2-1. First downs in favor of the Raiders. Rushing attempts in favor of Crestview, 34-45. to 45. Rushing yards also in favor of Crestview, 151-90. to 90. 27 passing attempts for Wayne Trace. For 141 yards, giving them 231 yards of total offense. Crestview only completing 7 of their 16 pass attempts for 132 yards. Crestview kept it on the ground all night long. They also had 2 balls intercepted comparatively to Wayne Trace's 1. 1 fumble and it was lost for Wayne Trace. 3 fumbles for Crestview. None of those being lost. Also the penalties, 5 for 51 for the Raiders. 8 for 61 for the Crestview Knights. I mentioned the first quarter. Wayne Trace, 7. Crestview, 0. In the second, Crestview answers. Wayne Trace answers back. It's 14-7 to seven at the break. In the third, 6 points by the Raiders. Gets them to 27 by Crestview. Gets them to 14. And then the difference in the fourth. One touchdown. And the extra point, the difference. The Crestview Knights, 21-20 winners. Kyle Stoller opened the scoring with a 16-yard run. Cooper Wensley kick was good. Bryson Penix coming into the game after the first two drives. He hit Bo Eggleson. The Hayden Perrutt kick was also good. Kyle Stoller then has seven-yard pass to Hudson Myers. Bryson Penix, four-yard pass to Bo Eggleson, his second of the day. And Tucker Antoine had a seven-yard run. Braxton Leith, then a three-yard run. And that completes the scoring. Statistical leaders, Wayne Trace, Tucker Antoine, 15 for 61 on the ground, Cooper Wenslick, 1 for 16, and Kyle Stoller, 17 for 13. Crestview rushing, Jared Harding, 21 for 107, and Braxton Leith, 19 for 52. 
Through the air, Stoller was 17 of 27 for 141 yards. Bryson Penix, 5 for 13 for 118 yards. And Jared Harting, 2 of 3 for 14. Receiving Dylan Hildebrand on the end of 5 targets for 24 yards. Tucker Antoine, 3 for 25. Brady Miller, 3 for 24. Hudson Myers, 2 for 30. And Cole Moorhead, 2 for 19. Receiving Bo Eggleston, 4 for 68. And Hayden Parrott, 2 for 12 for Crestview. Also, can't forget about the Paulding Panthers. They are in action tonight against the Delphus Jefferson Wildcats. It's at their place, but again, tonight, 7 p.m., Wildcats and Panthers make it out to the game and support Paulding if you can, folks. Well, plenty more GMC action coming up this next week. I won't be on a call this week for a game, but I will be at the Paulding game in two weeks, so I can't wait for that one. But that is our look at the GMC from last night. We'll take a short break here on My Sports, and we'll be right back to talk some cross-country sport we haven't hit on so far on my sports we'll break it all down all the action from this past week from paulding antwerp and wayne trace play more my sports on the way you won't want to miss it here on my 102.7 this program is sponsored in part by the wayne trace boosters please join us at a wayne trace sporting event as we cheer on our raiders at home and on the road go raiders Back with more my sports, and it's time to talk about a sport that we haven't chatted about yet so far this year, and that is cross country getting underway. A sport that I have extreme respect for, but I am absolutely no good at. And the first meet we'll talk about takes us back to last Saturday. It was a week ago, the 2023 Defiance Early Bird Cross Country Open. How about Abby Elkins on the girls' side? The sophomore from Paulding checking in with a really nice time finishing in 21st with a time of 21.56.09. On the boys' side of things, let's check some of these low scores. From Antwerp, it was Cameron Johnson, the junior, finishing in 15th with a time of 17.42. Also from Paulding County, Cully Thompson, the junior, placing in 52nd with a time of 19.22.66. Also from Paulding, Achilles Mead, the time of 19. 29-15. That was good for a 60th place finish. A few more names on the girls' side. Abby Elkins, the sophomore from Paulding, a 21st place finish with a time of 21:56. Also checking in from Antwerp, the senior Emma Saul, time of 24:14:56. That was good for a 63rd place finish. Also from Antwerp, the freshman Emily Laker, a 66th place finish with a time of 24:23:31. And from Paulding, Camden Manny. 131st place finish with a time of 29.51.53. Also on Saturday is the boys' varsity green division results from the Salina Rotary Cross Country Invitational. Aubrey Miller from Wayne Trace on the girls' side, a 24th place finish with a time of 24.54.06. Again, this is the Salina Rotary Cross Country Invitational from Saturday. Also from Wayne Trace, checking in at 33rd, 26.34.83. The time is Anna Marez. Uh, Wayne Trace had a very strong cross-country program. Bethany Miller in 44th with a time of 28.53.10. And Libby Merez in 46th with a time of 29.19.18. From the green division, for the boys, Eli Treese, a 12th place finish, a time of 18.33.73. Also, Riley Manns for the Wayne Trace Raiders, 21.23.84 the time, a 50th place finish. Right behind him, Seth Rossworm in 54th, and Aiden Lee in 58th. A long red, white, and blue line crossing the finish line 
at 21-51-48, and then 22-16-50 for Aiden Lee. Cole Manns in 61st with a time of 22-39-18. And Ryan Bostelman, 83rd place finish, time of 26-29-38. And Trent Thornall will round out the Wayne Trace Raiders with a time of 28-43-57 in 87th place, respectively. More cross-country takes us to the Wayne Trace Invitational. That was on Wednesday. So let's take a look at some of the Paulding County names led by Eli Trees for the Wayne Trace Raiders. Time of 46.3. That is good for a fifth-place finish. From Paulding, Max Dagger. Time of 31.9. Good for an eighth-place finish. And Cully Thompson right behind him. 44 flat for a ninth-place finish. Also from Paulding, Achilles Need finishing in 12th. A time of 1 minute and 7 seconds. Jack Schweller, time of 24.7, good for a 15th place finish. Aiden Lee from Wayne Trace checks in at 25th with a time of 26.3. Riley Manns, Eli Jones from Paulding, as well as Jeremiah Koenig from Paulding also checking in. Koenig checking in at 36 with a time of 50.3, good for a 31st place finish. Also another name from Paulding, Grayson Harder, time of 2 minutes. And Trent Thornhill from Wayne Trace, along with Stroker Etter from Paulding and Wesley Ludwig. 45, 46, 47 goes Paulding, Paulding, and Wayne Trace. As a school, Van Wert with 19 points, Paulding with 61, Ottoville 86, Wayne Trace 90, Ayersville 119, and Fort Wayne Appleseed 156. Hey, we've all been there. You're in the middle of something important, and then, boom, the power goes out. But what if it didn't? What if you skipped the candles and the flashlights and just carried on with your day? With a Kohler generator, your power stays on even when the utility power goes out. So your food stays fresh. Your home stays powered. Get a reliable Kohler generator at Sweater Electric in Paulding. It's basketball season in Ohio, and Paulding County teams are rocking the hardwood. Have you watched our local teams play? Go to mysports.live and watch high-level professionals. You can watch live or tape delayed, but either way, you will see quality basketball through quality broadcasting. Don't miss out on seeing our area coaches and talent give you all they have to give. Check out mysports.live today. Back to put a lid on another edition of My Sports. You know, before I go any further, I have to start by thanking our sponsors. The athletic departments of Paulding, Antwerp, and Wayne Trace, Schweller Electric, Williamson Crop Insurance, and Paulding County Economic Development. Thank you so much for all of your support, not just this year, but in previous years and all of our future endeavors together. Also, a huge thank you goes out to our guest today, the head volleyball coach at Paulding High School in Sydney Collins. Coach Collins, best of luck to your team the rest of the way. We'll be here rooting on the Panthers. Now it's time to take a look at our My Sports slate of games for this upcoming week. And before I do that, I also need to mention that all of these episodes are archived on the my1027.org website for all on-demand access listening. So go on, not just this year, but last year as well, under my belt. Check out all of the interviews we've had. We've had some phenomenal guests, and we'll continue to have more and more coming up throughout this year. I think we had about 50 on last year. We'll try and top that this season. So our My Sports Slate of Games starts on Thursday, September 7th. It is Wayne Trace hosting Crestview in volleyball. 
Kenny Stabler and Dave Bowen will have all the coverage for you. They've been doing a great job all year, have they, with all the volleyball coverage on MySports.Live. And then the lone football game on .Live this upcoming week, it is Paulding hosting Ayersville. That is also a youth football night. Caleb Hatch and Peyton Beckman will have the call for you there. The next week, Monday, September 7th, it is Delphus Jefferson, and they are visiting Antwerp. That is volleyball. Kenny Stabler and Dave Bowen will have the call for you for volleyball. And then three games on Friday. Full slate of games on the MySports.Live website. And it all starts with Tenora visiting Antwerp. Again, September 15th, three games. Tenora visiting Antwerp, Fairview visiting Paulding, and Hicksville visiting Wayne Trace. On the call will be Jason Landers and Doug Billman. Yours truly and Peyton Beckman. We'll have the Fairview and Polling game, and then the Wayne Trace and Hicksville game will be covered by Garrett Mansfield and Jason Williamson. So there's your look into the future of the MySports slate of games, and as I mentioned, not just these shows are archived for on-demand access, but all of the games that are aired on MySports.Live are archived on the MySports.Live website, so go check out games from this past year if you may have missed them. Go check out games from previous years as well. Just head on over to My1027.org and check out all of the on-demand content that we have here for my sports. So many great guests, as I mentioned. Another awesome guest in Sydney Collins today. A big thank you to you, Coach Collins. Once again, best of luck to your team the rest of this year. I personally go back and use the MySports.Live website to prep for the upcoming games I have to call for the station, so it helps me in more ways than one. But for now, whoever you are and whoever you've been listening, my name is Pete Seymour, thanking you for joining me not just this week, but every week for another edition of MySports. And I'll see you next week, same time, same place, as we break down another week of Pauling County Athletics. My Sports is sponsored by the Dooley Funeral Homes of Antwerp and Payne, a life story funeral home. You can learn how pre-planning makes sense by calling 419-258-5684 or 419-263-0000. The Dooley Funeral Home.